0: Welcome to Elevate the Day with Jennifer Cavello and Karen Jensen Salisbury, a teaching ministry that focuses on the importance of renewing your mind with God's Word so the Lord can heal your heart and heal your life. And now, here's Jennifer and Karen. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello, and you know who I'm here with today, the lovely Karen Salisbury. Hi, everybody. Good to see you today. And we've got a very special guest with us today, the lovely Mariana Moore. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And thank you for having me. It is
1: such an honor to be with you ladies.
0: Uh, We're so excited to hear everything that you're going to share with our listeners. And now normally what Karen and I are talking about is our Elevate the Day devotional, which we hope that everybody listening has got their copy. And, uh, you know, it's always makes a great gift. So and there's always going to be someone's birthday, someone's anniversary, someone's something, right? So head on over to elevatetheday.com or karensalesbury.org and get your copy. You can read a free sample. Uh, if you have a copy already, then head over to Amazon, leave us a five-star rating and a review. We'd appreciate that. Um, let's get the word out, right? Let's get the word out this year. So Mariana, we're so excited to have you here. Why don't you start out with telling the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Oh great. And I'm sorry, I should have had my book. I should have been ready. <laughs> did, but...
0: We'll put it in the show notes. No yeah, worries. There we go.
1: First edit needed. <laughs> so um as you said, my name is Mariana Moore. I am the uh, founder and director of Grace and Mercy Ministries. Uh, we've just recently relocated back here to the wonderful state of Tennessee. God <laughs> is faithful. I've I had a few uh, few moments where I needed to step outside of Tennessee, but I trusted him to bring me back, and he did. So, uh, we got back here in December and uh, have hit the ground running. So, um, it's been an interesting time of transition, um, but we're excited. We're excited uh, for everything that God has for us. And and I keep saying us. I should elaborate on that and say, you know, my best friend and ministry partner Carol Breeden, who is always up for what she calls a Mariana adventure. <laughs> Jumped in with me and come back to Tennessee. So uh so it's been it's been great. You know, like I said, getting our ourselves established and getting our feet back on the ground. And so um looking forward to
2: everything this season has. Amen. And so you you travel and minister in churches, yes, and sometimes overseas even, yeah. Yes, we actually have two
1: trips on the books coming up. Uh, we'll be back in Scotland in spring of this year, oh, wow. uh, which I'm so excited for. And then we're going to Nagaland um, in the fall. So that is the northern section of of India. Um, I had a, an international student while I was at Rama who decided I was going to be his American mommy oh. <laughs> <laughs> and has called me every year since he got back. When are you coming? When are you coming? And I said, well, this is the year we're coming. So we're putting together a small team to mm-hmm. go over and we'll be uh, ministering in the churches and, and hosting some crusades over there.
2: Wow. Great, right. Great. And so what do you preach on Mariana? Pretend everybody listening needs to hear a good word from the Lord today. And so what's hot on your heart? Right now, sincerely, hard on hot on my heart is hope.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, hope has been, it's that resounding thing. And I, you know, I wonder sometimes it's everybody gets a word for the year or a focus. And I used to be so jealous of the kids in in Bible school who'd be like, I'm going out to do this. And it feels like every time I go into my prayer closet, I come out with something different. And, uh, you know, I just find solace in what Paul said in, in first Corinthians nine, when he talked about I'm, I'm who I need to be in the moment right? Mm. God sent me to the Jews. I'm going to be like a Jew. God sent me to the Greeks. I'm going to be like the Greeks. So it's, it's what he calls you to, and you just embrace that Holy Spirit's lead and and step into it. Saying all that in my heart, I feel like the world is dying from lack of hope. Mm. And that's the push this year. Uh, And that's what we're here to establish in Tennessee. Um, I'm currently looking for property uh, to set up a place called Dolcas. and Dolcas is the Gaelic word for hope. Oh, and wow. So I feel like that's, that's the missing ingredient mm-hmm. in, in people's lives. I know faith is, you know, we come from the faith camp and I mean to do no injustice to faith because without faith, you can't please God, right? You can't get to faith without hope. Without hope. So that's our our goal here for Tennessee is to establish that place where people can come and either have hope restored or hope imparted, um, just a place where you can encounter God in the fullness of his being.
2: And What would you say to somebody who might be listening today and they're feeling hopeless about whatever? I Mm. would
1: say, come inside, let me pour you a cup of coffee and let me tell you about Jesus. Amen. You know, I heard I heard
0: someone preaching recently that um, she she sense that many people are frozen, like they're frozen in this state of I don't know what to do, or I'm feeling hopeless, or it's just impossible, overwhelmed. Right. So this you're so frozen you can't move. It's like paralysis. Um, and so I, I I agree with you that that shedding that light of hope will. We'll move the needle over. Let me lift my move the needle over, right? And, and just start to move people out of the frozenness and and melt their hearts, um, as only you know, as only Jesus can do. And so they can take those baby steps in
1: faith. Exactly. And I, you know, I, nothing nothing happens until you can actually locate that person, right? When you're talking about this kind of one-on-one ministry, May, maybe it's different when you're ministering to a crowd, but when you're in that intimate setting and you're, you know, you're sharing a heart or you're carrying somebody's burden with them. I think the very first thing you have to do is locate them. Hmm. You know, I I went through years of thinking, I I knew God was real. I knew he had a son named Jesus and there was something about this Holy ghost, right? (laughs) But the denomination I grew up in, yeah, it just left me with more questions, but I thought I had it too. Mm. So when people would talk about Jesus or, you know, go to church, I'm like, I, I did that. I, I, you know, Mm. I'm doing that. Um, but there's a chasm until really Jesus becomes the Lord of your life and you surrender Mm. to him. There's a chasm you can't cross, right? Mm. So it's that taking that time with somebody and hearing their heart and listening to their questions and, and, you know, one ear on their question and one ear on the Holy spirit and locating them so that you can bring them into whatever their next level is.
2: Mm. Yeah, because, you know, we all have a calling, don't we? And I think until we're fulfilling our purpose, we always feel like there's something more. I recently heard Mrs. Hagan say something so good from her Kindle the Flame message, which I'm listening to over and over and over in my call <laughs> about attitude. Hello. But one of the things she says is, is, is God calls us all to something. She said we should stay in our lane. You know, she what she was saying was, I'm not a theologian. I'm a person who brings my life experiences to you to show you how God helped me and how he can help you. Right. And she said, we should all be what we are. Mm -hmm. You know, I find that very hopeful because sometimes we're hopeless because we look at somebody else and say, I can never be that, you know, Mm -hmm. or how come I can't be that? Or how come I'm not doing that? When you don't have to look any farther than what he's called you to do.
1: Yeah. And what's in front of you. Mm. You No, it's, I mean, I I know where I'm going. I know the overarching purpose of my life. Mm. But each day, he calls us to different things or different people. And and again, coming back to that thing that Paul said, is in this situation, this is what he's asked me to be.
2: Yeah.
1: And so it's adapting to those things. And it's so interesting that you bring up Miss Lynette. Um, you know, I had the pleasure, like you did, of working with her pretty intimately for years. Oh. And um, I I always came to work with that attitude and and thought process of I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. Mm. And I honestly was working with her for probably over a decade when I was seriously struggling start struggling with a, a situation in my life. And it wasn't anything horrific. It wasn't, you know, a detrimental. It was just something that I couldn't get past. Mm. And uh, she was in my office and we were going over some HR stuff. And I remember saying, hey, do you have a second... And I asked her, you know, I kind of launched the question and I was blown away that she put everything down. It was like the whole world stopped wow. getting choked up. <laughs> the whole world stopped so that she could spend that time with me. Wow. And I was so touched. that I thought I could have been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> but it really in that moment kind of taught me that ministry is not just the pulpit it's not just the writings it's not just and thank god for the blogs thank god for these opportunities but when you have that moment that's mm. holy spirit driven to share one on one with somebody that's real i mean mm. that's that's just where god comes in and sits down and so it was you know moments like that that they change the course of your life yep
2: life changing
1: yes mm. yes mm. so You know, that that's, I think that's my day-to-day moment to moment goal. Again, you have these overarching things that he's called you to do, right? Countries to go to. But it's that even when Jesus was ministering, it's those one-on-one moments, those, those times when you get to reach into someone's heart. And those Mm -hmm. are the times that are, you live for those as a minister, you live for those.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he never said, I'm too busy. Go away. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah.
2: I think he sought out those
0: one on ones, you know, I mean, what's coming to my mind right now, you know, the woman at the well, right. the woman with the issue of blood. I mean, yeah. even though there was a bazillion people around him, yeah. he felt and knew someone had touched him and oh my, I'm getting chills like from top, <laughs> top of my head to my toes. It's that connection. And I think really as Christians, as believers, that's what we're supposed to do is like make Jesus personal, make him come alive, make him real in, you know, your life, share what he did for you, because that's what makes him real and, and, um, Breaks down the chasm. I love that word. I absolutely love that word because that's it, um, you know, and fills the hole that everybody
2: feels in their heart until they have a relationship with Jesus. Right. Yeah. So, Mariana, how can people get a hold of you, uh, call you if they want you to come minister or whatever that like that? Absolutely. So, we have our Facebook page, Grace and
1: Mercy Ministries. My website is gracemercymen.org. And we're on uh, Facebook, we're on Instagram. I haven't really gone beyond that too much. And the website email is Grace gracemercymin at gmail. Um, all of the giving platforms, we are gmm116. And okay. that's based on Romans 116.
2: Oh, oh, nice. That's awesome. We are so happy that you were here with us today. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It has been a tremendous blessing. Like I said, it goes so fast.
1: But, know. <laughs> you know, it does. And and listeners, we'll put all that information in the
0: in the show notes for you. So if you're driving, you know, don't <laughs> don't write write stuff down. We'll put it all in the show notes for uh for you so that you can connect with uh with Marianna and learn all about what she's doing and uh and see if you want to bring her to a church near you, right? Yeah. Because, you know, who doesn't need a, a message of hope, right? Right. Amen. Amen. So can you
1: close this out, Mariana, with a, with a prayer for our Absolutely. listeners? Absolutely. Be honored to. Wonderful. Well, Father, we just thank you for this time to sit before you to break open your word. Lord, I just pray over the people that you're going to direct this message to. And Father, let them know that there is hope. There's hope beyond um, this world. There's hope into the eternal. Lord, they don't have to stay where they are now because you have their answer. But more than anything else, you are their answer. So I pray, Lord God, that they would find their hope in you, that they would find their place in you, that they would find you so real in their life, so real, Lord God, that they would just come alive, come alive in you. I pray over Jen and over Karen that you continue to bless the work of their hands, Father, expand their reach, expand their sphere of influence, and let them continue to bring glory to you and to your kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Well, until
0: next week, listeners, uh, we pray God's rich blessings and favor and provision and protection over you wherever you go. And until we see you next time, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Blessings.